Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now, and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, just this and that. Really, a large portion of my time has been consumed... Has been consumed... (laughs) Okay. By something that you asked me to do, okay, which is listen to a podcast about the World Cup, okay, <laughs> yes, and yes. I I don't want to be to... clear. This is a pre World Cup podcast. <laughs> yes, so we're not even in it yet. No, so, yeah. well, which is a good point because yeah. <laughs> it may not be something that all Americans know. That's fair. And so, what I'd like to do mm-hmm. for our viewers, yes, uh, is pick your brain. Okay. Your your soccer shaped brain. Right. Um, it's to, not wrong. <laughs> it's, no, I, I mean I I can sort of see through your hair. There's sort of like that soccer ball. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. The way. Yeah. It was kind of an anomaly at my birth that when like my skull was fusing together, it's actually a very like patchy hexagonal. <laughs> it's sort of format. Sort of like a Pangea yeah. of sorts. It is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so what I'd like to do is just go ahead and give our listeners a World Cup preview beginner's guide okay. for our our American <laughs> listeners who may not be familiar with the sport. This is good. Okay. So since I am also really a beginner in terms of understanding, although mm-hmm. I will say the podcast you had me listen to yes. was a wealth of knowledge, Okay, most of which went right over my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good to know so i've absorbed a little okay and i'd like to just i'd like to just ask a few you know pointed questions just to really pick your brain mm-hmm. uh your expertise um and just to kick it off these aren't going to be soft questions okay good so just to kick it off why why should we care <laughs> oh man you know it's a very american thing to not care about what the rest of the world is doing I think, I think it's that, and I think there's almost this like anger at the recognition that this that this is actually like a world affair because when we win our baseball, like our internal baseball tournament, we call it the World Series. <laughs> when whoever wins in in basketball in the NBA, we call them World Champions. Like it's just like it's really wonderful. Like when we're like, ah, you know what? No one can no one can beat us, and so like let's just not make a whole big fuss about it. So, so it's really sort of we need to get over our. Our American <laughs> protest culture That's right. that says, you know, if everyone else loves it, we don't. Yeah. It's, uh, like, well, well, I guess what you're saying is uh, sincerity is in. Yeah. Sincerity and we is need in. to just sincerely engage with the world. Yeah. And uh, get you know get our cup heads on. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Uh, I mean, it is going to be the sport of the future because everyone's a play, afraid to play football now. So like, that's true. When one football fades, the other football the other one rises. Rises. Yeah. 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 So that you know, speaking of cup heads, um, you know, soccer players they're wearing the shin guards. They mm-hmm. they love okay. their shins. They got to keep those shins nice and pretty. <laughs> When, at what stage of the game do you start wearing a cup? Okay. <laughs> um, for, for you know, the those who have, you know, the dangly giblets that need to be protected. Yes. 
So uh, yeah, for for the uh, for the other sex, it's a, an iron brawl. Maybe is what uh, you would need to. Or just thinking of the concept of putting two cups just in a brawl, and <laughs> yeah, that's that's now the uh, the protection uh, at hand for women. But anyways, um, so. Or for men with very sensitive nipples. <laughs> that's true. That's that's also fair. Here's here's a funny thing. So um, a little like health tracker device that yeah. all the men's player wear now. They are they're just like sports bras. And so a while back, my wife was like, "What? Why are they all wearing sports bras?" And I was like, "Oh, it's like a little like heart rate monitor and like distance tracker and stuff like that." She's like, "Yeah, but why? Why do they have to be sports bras? <laughs> why do they have to wear them?" <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, so back to a cup. So one, one potential, um, situation could be when you have to form a wall in front of, uh, yeah. your goal, uh, to prevent a goal on a free kick or something like that. Now, most of the time people just like kind of cover up and like people allow it, but there's all sorts of crazy handball rules now. So like, I don't even know if that's safe anymore. So that, that could be, wow. okay. That, and I'd imagine it would be really difficult to play in a cup. So maybe they could just stack them up behind the goal and only like take and them just out. Like just like run over real quick. Yeah, just for those. In there. Yeah, that, just for those yeah. uh, It could be almost like a bike race then. Right. Like as they're, as they're all like running down the field, they're just like chucking them off into the crowd <laughs> and crazed fans are lunging for them. And Yeah, and, they're like, I've got Namor's cup. I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> it's got a pube on it. It's amazing. <laughs> Oh, I have his DNA. <laughs> yeah, the, I I couldn't think of a more comfortable thing in the game than running around for ninety <laughs> minutes, like rough to like yeah. close to like six to seven miles in a cup. Like, ugh. yeah. So maybe the real question is why why is the anti chafing community uh, not rising to the occasion? Mm. You know, why is there no chafe free cup like accessories? <laughs> That's a good point. I really don't know. <laughs> I guess I guess people just aren't like aren't that worried about it, and uh, maybe they should be though. Um, there is actually a really famous. Um, it's not a World Cup moment, but it's a U.S. soccer history moment where a um, very famous player named Alexi Lawless, uh, a Mexican national team player, in on a corner kick, like grabs him. And, like, he goes over, like, a lead balloon, as, like, anybody would. But, like, I mean, it is full-on caught-on video. We'll have to watch it sometime. Because wow. it is, like, nuts. Like, what is going on? I mean, literally. literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of nuts. Um, yes. So, when they're wrapping up the game, mm-hmm. you know, they walk down the center line. They slap hands. They say, good game, good game, good game, good game. <laughs> then they're huddling up. What... What is a favorite post-game snack that the moms bring for the players at the end of the World Cup? <laughs> oh, that's really good. So here, here's one thing that I love about soccer is at the begin they do the handshakes at the beginning because they know how how intense these people are going to get, and so they might kill each other in like, if they're in slapping a hands at the end. Game, okay, like, yeah, scenario. Yeah. Um, but like a a nice post-game snack. There's another very famous player that. Uh, is just cut like a diamond, but his name is Cristiano Ronaldo. Crown. Yeah. And he he was in an interview uh, a while back, and he was talking about how after a victory, he allows himself to have one slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but 
only after a victory. And, and I thought that was so good because it's like, man, like that's perfect for you because it's just you think that that's really special and and, and i guess if you've deprived yourself like so much then one slice of pizza then that just that's like really gonna blow your mind yeah i do one bump of pizza when i finish a game when i win a game it probably like knocks them out. Like you have yeah. like all of a sudden that infusion of grease and cheese and carbs. Oh yeah, and then it just you just fall over like fast asleep. Right? He like, probably poops in like <laughs> five to ten minutes after eating that one slice of pizza. He's on the he has one slice because then he has diarrhea for a week. <laughs> pizza behaves like coffee to him, like just <laughs> right through him. That grease just it it slides through him like a luge, just whoop, straight out the other yeah. side. Talk about grease lightning. So, for those who don't know the game of soccer well, would you say it's more like rugby or field hockey? <laughs> so I don't. I I would say it's more like rugby, but I don't know much about either sport. So, field hockey cracks me up, and I'm sorry to like all of our field hockey listeners, which is roughly like eighty percent of. I our think audience. It, yeah, yeah. Mostly our our podcast is mostly listened to by a squad of field hockey players. Yeah. Uh, which is cool, but we just recently found that out, and so I'm so sorry to take shots so late in the game. Yeah, this. really, I wrote this question. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, it really, I'm begging to lose most of our listenership here. Well, I mean, I'm gonna finish them off right here because, like, I just don't get the point of field hockey. <laughs> because I mean, look, they're running around. They're, you're running around, and you're like hunched over the whole time, like with this like stick. Think about all the back problems that you have to have. Playing this nonsense game. <laughs> Spoken like a true soccer fan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Well, uh, let's reel it back in off the world okay. stage. Yeah, let's do um, But only a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because uh, one of the things that I did in this last week was I dined uh, from Panda Cuisine. Okay. Which is a Lexington... It is... Speaking of being cut like a diamond... Panda Cuisine is a a culinary diamond in yes. the rough of Lexington. Okay. Which yeah. actually, it, I mean, Lexington's sort of scattered with culinary diamonds. So oh, yeah, for sure. Is a culinary diamond in the diamond mind that okay. is Lexington. <laughs> yeah, this is a big foodie town, which I guess is why we keep coming back to restaurants. Um, we like to eat. We do not deprive yeah. ourselves and then only have one slice of pizza after a successful pod. <laughs> I was imagining listening to like a post victory, you know, uh, question and answer with with uh, you said Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is how much I know about yeah. soccer. No, you, you got and uh, polishing off like the last slice from a whole pie while he's talking about rewarding himself with a singular slice. That's that's where I sit on the culinary scale oh, I, of self-deprivation. Yeah. The bulk of the like the, these most chiseled and like incredible athletes and then everybody else around the world watching them is just consuming copious amounts of beer. <laughs> beer, wings, pizza, just right. all of the stuff. So I ate at Panda Cuisine, mm-hmm. which is a an absolute culinary delight. Uh, are you familiar with Panda Cuisine? Yes, I think we've had it a couple times when we've come over to your house. Yeah. And it is phenomenal. It's right I... down the street from our house. It's off of Nicholasville Road. It's close to Trader Joe's uh, for anyone who does not know where it is. Yeah. And it is not 
Panda Express. Okay. Yeah, that's which, that's very important. Panda Express is a culinary travesty. It is. It is. It is the McDonald's of Chinese cuisine. And Americanized Chinese yes, we cuisine. We just yeah. we don't we don't uh, we yeah. don't want it. It is the Voldemort of Chinese food. <laughs> Which is also a bold strategy by the owner of Panda Cuisine is to keep Panda in the name because people are going to get that confused. Like, yeah, I'm, it's just going to happen. It, it is going to happen. But Panda Cuisine is off Nicholasville Road. It is right next to Trader Joe's, and uh, I thought that you might be intrigued uh, enough by the subject to take it under review. Oh, absolutely! Let's take it under review. The After 30 minutes, and we can't hear a thing. After, after 30 minutes of hitting a, uh, a hi-hat there. Um, <laughs> our drummer, our drummer, just plays a hi-hat. <laughs> and man, he rails on it. He does. <laughs> never heard anything like it, and I never will again. <laughs> oh, So, I've got a myriad of reviews. Because okay. this, this place has been reviewed many times. Yeah. Uh, Google is a treasure trove of information, and I thought you might like to know a little bit more about this place mm-hmm. uh, based on some of these reviews. So, uh, you know, we're going to start by scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Of course. We've got to take on a one-star review. Yeah. Uh, four years ago, uh, a reviewer left this note. One star. No service at all. Food was cold. I went on Saturday, which is traditional food day. I get the Chinese food is traditionally very separate from Western food, but it should still taste good. The seafood smelled awful. I was afraid to eat it. Even the fried rice was hard and bland. And to top it all off, one meal is $15. Just awful. Okay. So, uh, so a couple like three things that hit me right off about this review. One, no service at all. So what we're saying is, you walked in, and either there was just nobody there for however long you stood there, or they just ignored you from it's, top to bottom. Like, it's possible that it was closed. <laughs> walked into the kitchen, cooked yeah, food myself. That's, that's, <laughs> That's an excellent point. Went there, no service. Did have a big closed sign on there. I don't know what this means. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> oh. Also, Saturday is is food day. Is that it, the it's traditional is? food it day? It is traditional food day. <laughs> Perhaps this person eats once a week. Okay, maybe once a week. Or do they mean like what do they mean by traditional food? What. <laughs> Maybe maybe tradition. Okay, so then they go. They do go on to say Chinese food is traditionally very separate from Western food. They make a hard line distinction here. Okay, I'm okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. This was starting to go down a really. This was starting to go down a rough path here. Um, 
And uh, one meal being fifteen dollars is actually—that's not bad for good in, in this economy. <laughs> of course, you're lucky to get anything for fifteen dollars. Right. I can't walk out of McDonald's without spending fifteen dollars. <laughs> it has nothing to do with my food consumption <laughs> issues. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that I buy 15 items from the dollar plus menu. So <laughs> I can't eat more than five burgers for less than $15. Oh, oh man. <clears throat> so uh, going along the same line, this one, um, sadly, this one goes to a very dark place. Okay, I'm, I'm ready for it. All right. Tax evasion and racism? <laughs> I love the food at this place, but I have two problems. They are very open about the fact that Chinese people only get a discount when paying in cash. When cash payments are received for a discount, receipts are not given. This is a very common policy in China, which allows restaurants to claim less sales for tax purposes. Something I don't know is true in any socialist society. I've I've got a story adjacent to this, but keep going, please. (laughs) It goes on. I don't mind the system, except... That for when it comes to being a white guy who can understand Chinese, (laughs) they don't exactly hide it. Is this illegal? Do the food police turn a blind eye to this? Or does it just not really matter? In the end, the food is amazing and authentic. I hope I don't get blacklisted, Seinfeld, for this post. (laughs) He named names. Okay, first of all, the very... uh, I just have to say, the first line of this... (laughs) The first line of this yeah. review. Tax evasion and racism. There may be tax evasion here. This guy provided plenty of racism. Saying, what's the racism? I didn't hear this. Was this written during 2020? Like, honestly. like uh, Actually, not too far off from 2020. Okay, yeah. yeah so that that's sadly not, not shocking. But um, Yeah, this guy... Yeah. If he's looking for racism, he found it. In yeah, his own house. He, he did. In his own heart. Yeah. Then, yeah. There. Yeah. Um, did you see the article recently about the new um, food police division of the uh, Lexington PD? <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad he brought it to everyone's attention. Yeah. Because I, they're going to be giving out a lot of speeding tickets at these restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that ticket pad, I mean, it's going to be too big for their front pocket. They're not yeah. going to be able to do the cool, like, state trooper wide yeah. brim hat thing, take out a notebook. I thought it was interesting that they're requiring that they wear helmets, like uh, like chips uh, officers. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. Um, and the, and those, like, uh, riding pants that people wore in, like, the 1920s. Like, mm-hmm. and, yeah, yeah, like a Royal Canadian Mountain Police. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, the yeah. Royal Lexington it, Food Police. It's a choice. It's a choice. It is a choice. They are riding horses into restaurants, <laughs> which is also a bold choice. They're riding horses, and I saw some on uni- uh, unicycles as well. Oh, really? And yeah. So that those, that's more like a <clears throat> the the horse officers are more like rural Lexington, yeah, and then yeah. the more urban urban police are on unicycles. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go on one more. Uh, oh, actually, that last review about tax evasion. <laughs> can you guess how many stars that was for? <laughs> My. My heart wants to say this is a weird scenario where they still enjoyed the food, but they just didn't like the practice. So I want to go like three or four stars. But you nailed four stars. Okay, that yeah, was a four-star okay, review. Okay. You nailed it. 
<laughs> so they're, they're, they think the food is good. They just have questions about like the whatever whatever business practices are taking place. So yeah. I have a good friend of mine that he he tells a story about. Um, he he does tax returns, and uh, he said there was a guy that he worked with that uh, he deals heavily in like cash customers, mm-hmm. and he said at one point. They were going over his return, and he had like all of his like check stubs and like all that information. And he was counting that, uh, and he was like, "Oh, this is it! Like this is all the income that you brought in." They're like, "Well, I have like another thirty thousand in cash." And he's like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "Well, I need to count that as a part of the return." And he was like, "No, no, no! It's that's cash." He's like, "I don't think I don't think you're understanding. Like that's still income. Like, that's you're gonna... income, though." But the guy, like, to his like soul, was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but. Uncle Sam doesn't need to know about that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but you don't understand. <laughs> that's cash. That's right. Yeah. Oh. That's good, though. Yeah. That's good. That's really a lesson to all of us. <laughs> God bless America. Yeah. And cash. And cash. And cash customers. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you uh, the number of stars on this one. I want you to guess this mm-hmm. one, too. Uh, but uh, here we go. I'm just going to dive right in. Yep. This this was left by low-key introvert. Okay. <laughs> Three months ago, mm-hmm. this person said, low-key introvert left this review. I love this place. The food is amazing. Always hot, fresh, and delicious. Always on point. Always. But the reason I didn't give five stars is because of the bathroom. Oh. Women. I don't know what's going on in the men's bathroom, so I can only speak from my experience about the ladies' room. Almost every time I come to eat, there's a toilet out of order, or maybe two at the same time. (laughs) Then, the only one that's working isn't kept clean. The whole bathroom, on a whole, isn't very clean, and I hate that. I feel like a bathroom is the reflection of the kitchen, and I pray to God that isn't the case. (laughs) Please get your toilets fixed. You're a successful restaurant. Make sure the bathroom is always clean and smell good. That's all I want. So before I guess the stars, one thing is if it is a reflection of the kitchen situation, the fact that things would be broken in the kitchen, my question is, how are they making the food? That's the case. (laughs) More important to me than being dirty is just what exactly is going on back there. If you're you're saying that roughly 60% of the kitchen is likely broken because 60% of the bathroom is broken, also, I've never heard this concept. Yeah. That a bathroom is a reflection of a kitchen. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> and does it work the other way? I, like, if you walk into someone's kitchen at their house and, like, their sink is piled high with dirty dishes <laughs> and, like, stuff is spilling on the floor and there's, like, a bag of chips dumped upside down on the counter and, you know, there's a pot actively overflowing on the stovetop. Is that a sign that you do not use the rest? Like, don't even, don't even think about Under using no the circumstances do you go even anywhere near the bathroom <laughs> because the equivalent of what you're describing in the being kitchen in the, in the bathroom. Oh my word! That, that is a hellscape only only seen at in like biblical le- revelation. <laughs> like it is. Insane. Don't even walk past the door. <laughs> yeah, right. You you, you might get pulled in somehow. <laughs> the, the bathroom demons. There's a live there. gorilla in there. <laughs> Uh, and it has one arm and one leg. <laughs> and it's the reason that nobody can, get in, can, nobody can get in there. 
Oh, I also like the revealing point. I, you picked out my favorite point, which yeah. is the, the kitchen bathroom reflection. But I also picked this out. This line right here. Almost every time I come to eat, there's a toilet out of order. <laughs> what this person is saying is that every time they go to eat, <laughs> yes, they're using the restroom. Yes, yes. That's a great point because I thought of that too. And so like my advice to this person, don't write a review. But instead, my question for you is what are you doing using a Chinese restaurant's like bathroom? What like, are you what are you do, like, doing using any restaurant's yes, bathroom? Don't, like don't, only don't. in desperation. Yes. Like are yeah. you camping out there? Like maybe <laughs> maybe it's a sign to you. Yeah. Maybe you're wrecking this bathroom yes. every yes. time you come in and they've thought to themselves Yes. We need to send a message to this patron. Like, they're coming. Don't clean the bathroom. They always come on Thursday night. We're not going to clean. We're going to say two of them are out of order. We'll just pray that, that this woman does not destroy what's yeah. left of the bathroom. She she is going to have to do some deep training the next time she wants to go to, like, not only this Chinese restaurant, but any, like, buffet-style yeah. or any kind of, like, just, like... Yeah, like scoop and 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 drop kind of restaurant <laughs> because because you have to do some cleansing before you go. I don't know. Does last... Lexington have a scoop and drop? <laughs> they they don't. But I would like to franchise one. I'd if love I have to, to get, get the a scoop opportunity and... too. I think a scoop and drop would do great on Nicholasville Road. It would do fantastic on Nicholasville Road. I mean, I can't think of a road a scoop and drop would do, do a great. Scoop and drop. My favorite thing about scoop and drop is um is the mascot. Um, <laughs> little Scoopy, <laughs> little Scoopy, yeah, little Scoopy's probably he's my favorite. And what's it? What's the thing that he's always saying? He's always saying he, he's saying drop it low, <laughs> <laughs> which I understand why little like they've kind of done away with little Scoopy. <laughs> Um, it wasn't a very good ad campaign. It wasn't great. Nobody yeah. understood what it meant. Drop no, low. but it, I loved the Auto Tune remix. Of yeah, the, oh, the little Scoopy commercial man. from the early two thousands. That's that's classic. Yeah, yeah. That's the where's the beef of our drop era. it low. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think this one is gonna this one's gonna really uh, bring into perspective for us. Um, the kind of place that uh, Panda Cuisine really is. Yeah. Um, I have not been in the women's restroom there, so I can't speak to that last review. Sure. But I don't know. I, someone have you else, been in the men's bathroom there? I've, I, no, I've not. Yeah, because because I, of what we just talked because about. Because of what we just <laughs> talked about. So this next review, I think, is, is a really uh, profound reflection of the restaurant itself. Um just based on the subject matter right uh so i want you to listen carefully and just really take this one in because it's gonna speak to the heart of panda cuisine okay all right five stars a year ago Kristen carpenter said this Mm -hmm. such a delicious christmas meal with my super hot boyfriend oh thank you for providing heart Wow, that's a that's a okay. That's a weird flex. Just wanted <laughs> to drop in a super hot boyfriend in there. I mean, I think that uh, I think Kristen's given her super hot boyfriend five stars. <laughs> I think you're exactly right. I think the food is just a byproduct of the hotness that is within this yeah, relationship. Yeah. And this so. super hot boyfriend 
took her to a restaurant that specializes in Sichuan yeah. food. Coincidence? I think not. I know. Spicy food, spicy hot boyfriend. Spicy boyfriend. That makes for a spicy night. That's right. And I, I think that's all we really need to say about that. Yeah. On Christmas. <laughs> uh, this is also a five-star review. Mm-hmm. Left by SRC. Okay. SRC says this. This is the only Chinese restaurant I now use and refer my patients to for herbal meals. The Mongolian beef is literally the best Chinese dish I have ever had, and I've been to five Chinatowns and all throughout Southern California. <laughs> the prices are, trust me, fantastic for being authentic cuisine. Plus, they have Kentucky Ale Bourbon Barrel! Oh, of course. On Sunday is dim sum, and you can order a family dinner for under $20. I mean, it's unreal. That is a deal. Do not go to Panda Express. That is a travesty. <laughs> I study Chinese culture, medicine, martial arts, and language, and you can take my word for it. If there is any language bar- barrier issues, ask for grace. And tell them the acupuncturist sent you. Peace. <laughs> The acupuncturist. That's right. Wow. That's scary. Um, a haunting review. I'm a, I'm a little... Ins- I'm going to go ask for an herbal meal. <laughs> well, I've, had, I've had regular meals I'm here. I was going to say, have you ever used the term that you use a restaurant? Because <laughs> he, he definitely said, this is the only restaurant I use. That's so. right. That's is right. this that other reviewer uh, with this, the bathroom? Maybe? This is somebody that views <clears throat> food as a remedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. A remedy for hunger. Mm-hmm. How dare hunger rear its ugly head in my life? I will quench the flame of hunger by using this restaurant. Yeah. it's This is a break glass in case of hunger situation. <laughs> and so... This person is only showing up whenever they they are just in dire need. They feel terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they need some. They're food. getting to the end of an acupuncture session, and their patient, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess gets up after they take all the needles out of them. I don't know how an acupuncture session goes. I, I, I don't think they take the needles out. I think once you go, you're you're just now acupunctured. Okay, and... you're 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 punctured. <laughs> you're punctured. So. The, so the acupuncture stands yes. up quilled like a porcupine. Yeah. They kind of shiver a little bit because I guess you're naked when you get acupunctured. I don't sure know. Well. <laughs> and, and they say, wow, I've really worked up an appetite. To which SRC responds, I have the perfect remedy for you. And it's not another needle. It's the needle of food. Yeah. <laughs> An herbal remedy like that. An herbal meal. What? What a what a fascinating Concept. scope. Yeah. Well, yeah, that and just what a fascinating scope of restaurant that we have like looked at today. I like, mean, this restaurant has it all. Yeah. Not only food that I love, <laughs> but that you can find a super hot boyfriend. You can. You can try to use the restroom. You can try to use the restroom. There's the mystery of how how they're doing things in the kitchen. If half of it's broken if all the time, broken. and the other half of it is covered in yeah. poop. Apparently it's a hot spot for the uh, food police as well. Yes, so. um, and it's the number one remedy for hunger. Yeah, ever. There yeah. we go. We did it. Solved 
Um, solved world hunger. Solved so, world hunger. So everyone, everything, everyone's happy again. Yep. Speaking of hunger, okay, let's just take one little stroll mm-hmm. through uh, a preparation station. Okay. Uh, as we prepare for Thanksgiving next week. Yes. I just I need to bring up how important it is as Americans. Mm-hmm. To prepare for Thanksgiving, prepare you gotta stretch. For, you've got to, yeah. you got to stretch. Yep. Uh, like the great Lionel Messi, you've <laughs> got to you know, Cristiano Ronaldo the ball into. The that is what Lionel Messi is always saying. Is he's saying, "Look, Americans, you got to stretch. You got to stretch. stretch more. That's why you're not good at soccer." They're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But yeah, what about like that six goal game that you just had? It's like, look, that's I just I play soccer so that I can be on a platform to tell Americans. To increase their flexibility. That's all I'm here to do. <laughs> That's his number one goal. That's life. his, yeah. And he's done a great job. He has. It, yeah. I mean, we're talking about it right now. So. I think a lot of people are distracted by the fact that he's maybe one of the best soccer players to ever live. It, that is a little bit distracting. It's slightly so, distracting, yeah. yeah. Um, but not as distracting as, you know, like maybe the diamond cut body of Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> as we were. It's true. There are a lot of photo bombs of just... Ronaldo in the background with no shirt on and just like flexing hard. So yeah, it's really annoying. <laughs> it eat, is eat a slice of pizza. <laughs> so as we prepare for Thanksgiving, I don't know what greater service we could give to our listeners mm-hmm. than a guide on how to increase your appetite. Okay, you don't want to be humiliated at the Thanksgiving Day table. Oh no, by a lack of appetite. That's right. You sit down and you go, oh, no thanks. I won't have seconds of gravy and mashed potatoes. That's humiliating. That is. Like all things American as well, it is a competition. Yeah. Like somebody at that table is keeping track of who has had the most... <laughs> the most... Cranberry sauce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you pass on that bad boy, you're going to be at the bottom of the list. That's right, yeah. Some yeah. grandma's over there keeping score for sure. Yeah. If you're going to make this World Cup Thanksgiving roster, That's right. then you've got to come ready and Daddy. hungry. <laughs> so, thankfully, Healthline.com, a very legitimate source of <laughs> of aid for all of those looking for really anything health related, yeah, uh, has 16 ways to increase your appetite. And I think it's important to bring up now because if we talked about this next week, it'd be too late. It's too late. Yep. Your appetite is what it is yep. next week. Your appetite is now. So let's bring it strong. Yeah. Bring it strong, America. All right. You got one week, 16 ways. Let's go. Yeah. So I don't care what your habits are now. Yep. Let's start with number one. Eat small meals more frequently. Okay. I don't know if this means that you should eat many small meals with frequency or... If like more frequently, you should make your meals small. Yeah, I let's go with that one. It's so decrease the amount of food you eat, right? And it'll make that actually makes sense. That will make you hungrier. That will yeah. that will make you hungrier. All right, number two, let's eat some nutrient rich foods. Okay, we got to get those nutrients. Give in. me give me one nutrient. Your body's gonna start gobbling up those nutrients. Yeah, and it's just gonna want more. Yeah, it's gonna be like, where's my nutrients? So this could also be like a weight loss technique where you you shock your body with nutrients and then you hit it hard with something with no nutrients like a potato. Well, we're going to get to that, all right? So you got to eat those nutrient-rich foods to get that appetite up. Like apples, oranges, 
other like vegetables too okay. you know um yeah um but we're gonna skip down a little ways because even though you want to eat those nutrient-rich foods you need to remember uh eat less fiber Okay. So okay. Okay. you want you want those nutrients? You got to decrease that fiber if you want to get hungry. Okay. It's just science. Okay. Wait. I thought fiber helped evacuate you. So are we? Just, I think that the idea storing. At this yeah, point? we got to get those nutrients in there. Oh, and we got to build them up so you stretch out. So you, you yes. gotta you gotta kind of fill up like a nutrient balloon. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then when you do finally eat fiber, it's. I mean. <laughs> It's gonna. It's, it's gonna, what creates the hellscape in the bathroom that we right. described. You're, like prior you're to gonna this. turn out like a two-limbed gorilla. <laughs> you're just gonna wreck. I mean, warn warn your aunt. Just tell her you're gonna need one bathroom just cordoned off just for you on Thanksgiving Day. You have. You you're gonna have... eat that cranberry sauce and you're gonna sprint to the bathroom and you're gonna erupt <laughs> like Mount Vesuvius. And you, <laughs> there's so gonna bad. be an ash cloud. <laughs> and there will be deaths. Oh, there will be an ass cloud, that's for sure. <laughs> so, <clears throat> add more calories to your meals. I mean, this is a no-brainer. Yeah, yes. Even though you are going to eat smaller meals, you're going to want to increase the calorie count. Okay. So really pack it in with the things that are high in calories. The I'll let you figure that out. Okay, sure, yeah. Cruise through the drive-through. Smaller meal, more calories. More calories. Boom. Yeah, you, you did it. <laughs> this is one that I think not many people really think about. Mm-hmm. We're gonna shift gears from like a really strategic nutrient-based okay. advice to something that's more human. Uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna try not to get emotional. Okay. Because this one really gets my heart. Yeah. Just. Just make your mealtime an enjoyable social activity. Okay. Okay? Logan, I'm begging you. Stop making it a torturous event <laughs> where you are hucking down food as quickly as you humanly can. It is hurting you. It, it, yeah. It would be better for you if you made it enjoyable. And you're not and you're you're also not saying it's hurting me as a person. It's hurting me in this game of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like I'm losing points by just like rushing at this thing. And you gotta you gotta pace yourself. You gotta pace yourself. It's make it enjoyable. Yeah. And that's why during Thanksgiving dinner, you gotta have that football game on. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You gotta you can you gotta look grandma straight in the eye and just say Turn the TV back on. And she's going to say, she's going to stutter something about wanting conversation. And you got to look her dead in the eye and say, Grandma, if this isn't enjoyable for me, I'm leaving. Yeah. You go, How am I supposed to crush this delicious turkey covered in gravy if I can't watch this football screen? How, How am I supposed to watch the decline and fall of Tom Brady if you keep trying to talk to me about family? Like, come on. It's a, and this is the key. Not just a social activity. Right. An enjoyable social activity. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so draw the line with your family. Yeah. Don't be afraid to tell them, this isn't enjoyable for me. <laughs> Football is my family now. That's right. Yeah. Whatever makes it more enjoyable for right. you. Invite your buddies over. Make it an enjoyable social activity. 
But I think we're we're really getting stuck on this. I'm, I want to move on to the next one. Okay. Here. All right. This one, is, this one's a little, I mean, it's going to get you. Okay. All right. Trick your brain with different plate sizes. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. So this one's a psychological. Okay. You know, we're getting into psychological warfare with your stomach. Yeah. Um, we could do like a little, you could almost do like a little Russian nesting doll type situation. <laughs> you just, as you open each food. There's a smaller food There's inside. A, exactly. Yeah. And do that. We should actually just... that. This is another great idea that we just had during the podcast to where we could create bowls, like Tupperware bowls, for Thanksgiving. And um, yeah. And you just go from there. And it's it's like a game. Uh, you can eat more. Yeah. Uh, you can win the game of Thanksgiving. And um, yeah. And, it, you and just your brain. You give your family members really big plates. So it looks yes. like they're not taking very much. Right. You take one of those little tiny dessert plates yeah. and you stack it vertically. So it looks like you are just wolfing down the most. Yes. But here's the trick. You're not. Yeah. You're... Or even just take an ice cream cone. Just take an ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. Take a scoop of mashed potatoes. Take a scoop of stuffing. Yeah. Take a stu- scoop of cranberry sauce. Take a scoop of gravy. Take a scoop of turkey. It's all going to mash together on your plate anyways. And now you have a delicious stack, <laughs> stack of cone food. Stacked Thanksgiving meal. That's right. And it looks like you're doing it better than everyone else. Yeah. And not just are. better, but more. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've upped that appetite. All right. Always remember, don't skip breakfast. Okay. okay don't. A... It's a big temptation. You think it's going to make you more hungry. And for some reason, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't... It's just science. Yeah. I can't... Um, yeah, I can't wrap my mind around how eating more... Like, eating more actually increases your uh, appetite. Yeah, because uh, we I mean, all... I guess that's yeah, the whole, whole thing. We all know that the human body is just sort of a big food sack in the middle. Yeah. And that every day it fills up. Yeah. And then at nighttime... You know, it travels down, and then you have your your morning time on the toilet, um, and and you empty it out. So, how are you supposed to? I again, I don't know. I, I yeah, it's I science, don't understand. but you know, it's the truth because Healthline told us so. Right. Yep. Um, here's one: use herbs and spices. <laughs> That's what they're there for. If you're not, if the food looks gross to you, it's probably because you did a bad job. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a sad situation if someone's like, I'm going to fix a Thanksgiving meal, no flavor, <laughs> no herbs and spices, just the blandest Thanksgiving just... that you could ever think of. So the stuffing is made of bread. <laughs> I didn't bother to make cranberry sauce. I just thought we could go harvest the cranberries yeah. in the backyard. I know it's I know it's the end of November. Yeah. I think they're still good. They're kind yeah. of floating around in the pond. I didn't base the turkey with anything. It's just a nice dry turkey. <laughs> In fact, it's, it's, the turkey, this is the turkey here. His yeah. name's Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I cooked it so long, it's basically jerky at this point. Um, uh, potatoes with nothing on them. They're just potatoes. Just potatoes. Skin um, on potatoes. I was going to make some mac and cheese, uh, but I didn't put any cheese on it. So I hope everyone's cool with that. <laughs> I, I actually went with a vegan cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not... Which is not actually cheese. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
here's two that I think are really, uh, really good um, advice. Uh, the first one is uh, drink your calories. Okay. Um, so when when your mom looks at you and says, do you really need another beer? <laughs> Just say, I'm drinking my calories, mom. So it's my right. It's my right as an American but I'll also remember this, which um, is just a couple lines later. You got to limit your beverages with meals. <laughs> That's true. So That's while true. you do want to drink your calories, yeah, you also want to limit your beverages. <laughs> you also don't want to drink your calories. That's right. So no, you, you got to be you got to be okay with just that that gray area. And I think this is where we're getting confused. Is this message that's really coming through here is a less is more. Yeah. So maybe you don't drink as much, but right. what you do drink is bacon grease. Okay. Um, so that you really pack those calories yeah. in. Yeah. And that's going to make you more hungry. Egg whites. Uh... <laughs> and finally, keep a food diary. Okay. Nothing's going to make you hungrier than looking back through the previous day's food diary and just reflecting on all that special time you had with your food special time yeah that could that could be really sad at some point but i would just call this a scorecard at this point (laughs) so this is just you just tracking everything that's going on and um just like in golf then you trade with somebody else they verify the score signing at the bottom and then we see who gets to wear the big fat green jacket at the end of thanksgiving (laughs) and it is going to be big and fat (laughs) It's the American way. That Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a very special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us, we are now on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for We Took the Liberty on either platform. Thanks for listening.